welcome to Population Health Plugin, a show highlighting current public health topics in our community and areas of interest to students across the university. My name is Elena Kidd, and I'm a program manager in the Office of Public Health Practice at the UAB School of Public Health. Today, we're talking about COVID-19, but perhaps a different aspect of the coronavirus pandemic than we're used to. One unintended or hidden consequence of this pandemic has been the increase in the amount of plastic produced, used, and discarded. So today, we're here with Dr. Lisa McCormick, Associate Professor in the Department of Environmental Health Sciences at the UAB School of Public Health to discuss the impact of COVID-19 on plastic pollution and the public health perspectives associated with plastic waste. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. So we all use plastics every day. Plastics are in our cars, computers, medical devices. It's on all the Halloween wrappers, and I could just keep going on and on. But can you give us a big picture of just how much plastic we use? Sure. So plastic is one of the most widely used materials in the world today. Plastic was rarely used in consumer products before 1950. However, since that time, the production of plastic has outpaced almost every other material. We use plastic so much that the annual production of plastic has increased nearly 200-fold. In 1950, the world produced only 2 million tons per year, and in 2015, that number had reached 381 million tons. If we look at the cumulative production of plastic in 2015, the world has produced around 8.3 billion metric tons, more than one ton of plastic for every person alive today. And one of the important things to keep in mind is the growing number of single-use plastics. Single-use plastics are meant to be disposed of right after use, and often only after we use them for a few minutes. Single-use plastics are most commonly used for packaging, serviceware, such as plastic utensils, cups, bottles, wrappers, straws, bags. This becomes important when we talk about plastic waste generation. So why are plastics so popular? Well, you know, plastics are cheap to produce, uh, most are derived from fossil fuels and easy to make. They're strong, lightweight, most have excellent thermal and electrical insulation properties, and some plastics can be made to conduct electricity when required. They are corrosion resistant to many substances, and this makes them very durable and suitable for use in harsh environments. And they can easily be molded into complex shapes, allowing other materials to be integrated into plastic products and making them ideal for a wide range of functions. And, you know, I guess more than that, too, or, or something else to think about, that if the physical properties of a given plastic do not quite meet the specified requirements for a final use, its balance of properties can be modified with the addition of reinforcing fillers, colors, foaming agents, flame retardants, plasticizers, and, and other additives to meet the demands of a specific application. So with so many benefits of plastic and their widespread use, why or, or how do plastics present a public health crisis? 
Well, to understand this question, you have to take a closer look at the plastic life cycle. There's growing research that humans are exposed to a large variety of toxic chemicals and microplastics through inhalation, ingestion, and direct skin contact all along the plastic life cycle. 99% of plastics produced is derived from fossil fuels such as oil, gas, and coal. Extraction of fossil fuels, particularly the hydraulic fracking and the transportation of fossil fuels through pipelines and vehicles on our roadways and railways can lead to releases of an array of toxic substances in the air and water, which can impact human health and negatively impact the health of communities surrounding these industries. And then turning fossil fuels into plastics and manufacturing the additives that are used in the manufacturing process can release cancer-causing agents and other highly toxic substances into the air, water, and soils, affecting the health of workers in these facilities and again, of the health of the communities that surround these industries. Both microplastics and the associated chemicals in plastic consumer products and packaging can impact human health. Plastic polymers are mixed with various additives to improve performance of the final product, and some of the additive chemicals are potentially toxic and have been found to alter hormones or affect reproduction and development, and most additives are potential carcinogens or endocrine uh, disruptors. These additives can leach out of plastic products and can be absorbed into our bodies when we are using them. So you mentioned microplastics earlier. What are microplastics and what are their impact on human health? That's a really good question. So microplastics are extremely small pieces of plastic debris in the environment. And these are resulting from the disposal and breakdown of plastic consumer products in industrial ways. During consumer use, wear and tear causes some products, things like tires or textile fibers, to degrade and shed microplastics as well as fibers in the environment. Also, plastics that end up in our landfills and environment don't biodegrade. Instead, they slowly break down into these microplastics. Microplastics have spread far across our environment. In fact, microplastics and microfibers have been found in air and agricultural soils, water supplies, including in your tap water and even in bottled water, and in seafood, in items like fish and shellfish and seaweed, salt, honey, sugar, alcohol, even the beer you drink. So once in the environment, microplastics can make their way into our food chain and ultimately the human body through inhalation or ingestion. There's still a lot to be learned about how microplastics are impacting human health once they're in the body. How much of the plastic that we have produced ends up in our landfills or the environment? Most plastic can be recycled, right? Not all plastic containers labeled as recyclable in the United States can actually be recycled. According to a report from Greenpeace looking at waste process data in 367 material recovery facilities in the United States, only plastics number one and number two, plastic bottles and jugs are being recycled with regularity. Plastics three through seven 
while collected by some municipal recycling programs, most are often being sent to landfills or incinerated. Other items like straws and coffee cups and lids can't be recycled. Another issue with recycling is that it's also very expensive. By the time you pick it up, sort it out, and melt it down, it's really just cheaper to make new plastic. Um, most plastics are made from fossil fuels, and it's always, always less expensive just to make new and better quality plastic. So I understand plastics and landfills. A, a lot of what I throw away has plastic in it. But how does plastic waste end up in our environment? Well, not all waste is properly managed. Some waste is inadequately disposed of, and some plastic waste is littered. Uh, but the end result is the mismanaged waste that ends up in the environment. And mismanaged waste is at high risk of eventually entering the ocean via storm drains and waterways. Eight million metric tons of plastic enter the ocean every year. Um, this equates to one garbage truck's worth of plastic being dumped into our oceans every minute. Plastic also represents a considerable portion around 50 to 80 percent of shoreline debris and up to 90 percent of the trash floating in the ocean and littering our shores is plastic. And all of these statistics were before the COVID-19 pandemic. And once plastics are in our landfills or in the natural environment, what happens to them? Well, they don't go anywhere. Again, most plastics do not biodegrade. Instead, they slowly break down into microplastics and nanoplastics. And this takes a really long time, depending on the amount of sunlight that reaches that particular plastic. Plastic bags, it can take up to 20 years uh, for them to break down. Coffee cups, 30 years. Plastic straws, 200 years. That means when your great-great-grandchildren are alive, a straw that you use today could potentially still be here. Plastic water bottles, it could take 450 years. Coffee pods and plastic toothbrushes, like 500 years. So plastic buried deep in landfills or in the environment can also leach harmful chemicals from additives that spread into the soil and groundwater. Plastics and microplastics in the environment can impact wildlife. Once in the ocean, animals like sea turtles, seals, whales, seabirds, fish, and other invertebrates can ingest plastic or microplastics. And wildlife can also become entangled in plastics. And plastics can affect other parts of the marine ecosystem also. And there are many studies in process exploring the relationship between human health problems and consuming fish and other seafood that contain microplastics. So what you're saying is that the majority of plastics ever produced still exist somewhere in the environment. Yes. Most plastic, it's estimated around 60% that have been produced is either in landfills or in the natural environment. How has COVID-19 impacted plastic production and plastic waste? When I think virus, infectious disease, I don't immediately think plastics. Yeah, that's a good question. So COVID-19 pandemic has really led to the increase of production and widespread use 
of those single-use plastic items that we talked about. More people are using PPE that contains plastics, such as our masks and gloves, and COVID-19 has triggered an estimated global use of 129 billion face masks and 65 billion pairs of gloves every month. Plastic bottles of hand sanitizer are also in high production and demand. People are eating more takeout, and plastics can be found in all sorts of food service ware, such as the takeout containers, plates, cups, and plastic utensils. And some states placed a temporary ban on reusable bags that we take to the grocery stores, increasing the use of plastic bags, even though now some of these states have reinstated their plastic bans as of the summer of 2020. So this increase in production and the use of these single-use plastic items has added to the vast plastic and plastic particle waste issue in our environment. Is there anything that we can do to help or what can be done to help solve this plastic pollution issue? Well, individually, we can all reduce the use of single-use plastic items. You know, wear a reusable mask. Um, And when you're picking up your takeout for dinner tonight, tell them you don't need the plastic cutlery. Um, At the community level, supporting things like plastic bans, banning things like plastic straws, bags, and microbeads. And this is already in place in some parts of the world, uh, but, you know, It's really thought of as as a small impact solution, but it is a way that we all can make a difference. Uh, Reducing production and consumption of plastic, we need to affect consumer trends through things like education and awareness to inform the general public on the potential environmental and public health effects of pollution by plastic waste. Um, improve development and effective waste management infrastructure in all countries. Most ocean plastic arises from countries with poor waste management infrastructure. Development of effective waste management infrastructure in all countries should reduce the plastic flowing into oceans. Reduce plastic trade from rich to low or middle income countries. The largest plastic exporters are some of the world's richest countries, and this means plastic waste is transferred locations which manage waste well to poorly managed locations, increasing risk of ocean pollution. So improving recycling methods is is something we also we need to be worried about and concerned with, and we need to, you know, require manufacturers to take more responsibility for recycling. So there's not going to be one solution or fix to the issue of plastic pollution. Most likely it will take a combination of all of these type things. Well, thank you so much for being here today and talking about such an important and relevant topic. And thank you for listening. Please tune in next time for another episode of Population Health Plugin. in <music>